Today on Jay Secchio Live, the president addressing the nation last night from the Oval Office on COVID-19. We'll talk about the health ramifications, the travel ramifications, and the economic ramifications all today on Jay Secchio Live. Live from Washington, D.C., Jay Secular Live. We are all in this together. We must put politics aside, stop the partisanship, and unify together as one nation and one family. Acting with compassion and love, we will heal the sick, care for those in need, help our fellow citizens, and emerge from this challenge stronger and more unified than ever before. Phone lines are open for your questions right now. Call 1-800-684-3110. This is not a time to panic by any means. I'm looking what's happening in the private sector and in with government. At the end of the day, we will get a vaccine. And now, your host, Jordan Seculo. We are taking your phone calls. And I really want to talk to you today, folks, 1-800-684-3110, because last night, as we all got noticed, the president uh, decided to address the nation, all networks, uh, from the Oval Office on COVID-19 and uh, announced uh, what had not previously been reported, certainly something that had been talked about when we had the travel ban out of China, uh, but then a travel ban for most of Europe. It's not all of Europe, but most of Europe for 30 days. president clarified later uh, it would not affect cargo, goods, so economic effects would, would be on the people traveling, of course, the airlines that carry passengers, and if hotels and places like that as people take, whether it's vacations or uh, for business, it doesn't matter unless you're this limited category of people that have already been screened, uh, which I think will be a very difficult process for most people to go through. Uh, so because of that, you've got a 30-day travel ban on most of Europe, and not just not just Western Europe, not just three or four countries, but most of Europe and some of Central Europe as well. Uh, not all of Eastern Europe. It hasn't had COVID nineteen hasn't had as much effect there yet, uh, and there haven't been as many cases reported there yet. Uh, but this is thirty days starting Friday. We haven't actually even started the clock on this. It will not affect cargo and goods. But how did the stock market respond? Stock market is down two thousand points. Uh, Than there are a couple things on Capitol Hill that are being considered now. One is the legislation uh, that, that coming out of the House, the Democrat side on funding for various uh, uh, parts of the president's, what the president would like to do to help the economy, help the American people, uh, help make sure people get paid on time, help make sure the insurance is covered. Um, and there's also the FISA issue that's still up there as well that they're still trying to figure out because that expires on Sunday. Yeah, a couple of things, Jordan. First of all, that $8.5 billion, uh, that already cleared uh, the Congress and is up, uh, up with the president for his signature, which he has done. Uh, the legislation that cleared the House or is going to clear the House today, it's called the Family First Act and includes a number of things, Jordan, funding for free testing, funding for paid emergency leave, expansion of unemployment uh, insurance. Jordan, there are a few problems with, with the legislation. One, how quick can it be? Uh, the payment mechanisms be processed. And there are also some things that are not related to the coronavirus. Those things are going to need to be ironed out, Jordan. But look, the thing that's encouraging to me is it seems like uh, House leadership on the Democrat side, Senate leadership on the Republican side, and the White House are all in this together. I think those things will get scrubbed out of there. They will be able to pass 
something to the president for his signature. Uh, Jordan, it might not be this exact package. In fact, I don't think it is. I think there will have to be a couple of things changed. But I think all three of those groups are committed to staying here and getting it done uh, before they leave town. Functionally, Jordan, the Capitol and the White House are restricted to public access right now. So some, uh, an, in my view, some appropriate precautionary measures being taken here. Yeah, because they're even having to figure out, I heard Nancy Pelosi today uh, say they're trying to figure out if they had to work from uh, a home. Like if they, if it was too many potential exposures and could they do their business and then come to the floor when necessary, that they're actually working through that as well. How is it affecting you? 1-800-684-3110. I want to take your calls on that. 1-800-684-3110. We're going to get into the economics of this. The travel, what the president announced, again, the ramifications of that as well. On this St. Patrick's Day, where there's not parades occurring uh, in Boston or in Chicago or in New York City, which hosts the biggest, uh, that's not happening because of COVID-19. More school closings are happening because of COVID-19. How is it affecting you? 1-800-684-3110. Give us a call. Let us know. At the American Center for Law and Justice, we're engaged in critical issues at home and abroad. Whether it's defending religious freedom, protecting those who are persecuted for their faith, uncovering corruption in the Washington bureaucracy, and fighting to protect life in the courts and in Congress, the ACLJ would not be able to do any of this without your support. For that, we are grateful. Now there's an opportunity for you to help in a unique way. For a limited time, you can participate in the ACLJ's Matching Challenge. For every dollar you donate, it will be matched. A $10 gift becomes $20. A $50 gift becomes $100. This is a critical time for the ACLJ. The work we do simply would not occur without your generous support. Take part in our Matching Challenge today. You can make a difference in the work we do, protecting the constitutional and religious freedoms that are most important to you and your family. Give a gift today online at aclj.org. Only when a society can agree that the most vulnerable and voiceless deserve to be protected is there any hope for that culture to survive. And that's exactly what you are saying when you stand with the American Center for Law and Justice to defend the right to life. We've created a free, powerful publication offering a panoramic view of the ACLJ's battle for the unborn. It's called Mission Life. It will show you how you are personally impacting the pro-life battle through your support. And the publication includes a look at all major ACLJ pro-life cases, how we're fighting for the rights of pro-life activists, the ramifications of Roe v. Wade 40 years later, Planned Parenthood's role in the abortion industry, and what Obamacare means to the pro-life movement. Discover the many ways your membership with the ACLJ is empowering the right to life. Request your free copy of Mission Life today online at aclj.org slash gift. St. Patrick's Day today, and usually on the news you would be seeing the the uh, again you would see the St. Patrick's Day parades in New York City, which is host the largest one in the United States. Boston, you know, dying the River Green place, uh, Chicago, uh, places like Boston. I haven't checked in on Savannah yet. Uh, we could check that. I'm sure if Savannah canceled theirs as well, and those are the major would be the major ones. Here's other major cancellations that came in um, as the president was speaking last night or just before. Some of these uh, happened uh, before, but but some came in immediately after. I mean, one NBA game, the fans were in the stadium. 
and that one of the team, uh, one of the members of the team on one of the teams tested positive for COVID-19. They've now suspended their season. That is the National Basketball Association suspending its season uh, over COVID-19. Uh, Major League Baseball, which is looking to open up, of course, is now looking at alternate sites and restricted media access to locker rooms. The NHL is still allowing fans in as of uh, last night, um, but they are restricting media access uh, to locker rooms. The NFL is just monitoring the situation because they're right now in kind of the, uh, again, they're having some of their um, uh, getting ready for drafts, things like that, but they're not but they, they're not in the season, so that's a little bit different. Tennis, which again, huge international uh, sport, uh, whether you're into it or not, uh, there a lot of businesses involved. There was a big tournament, uh, Indian Wells, that uh, it was going to be played in. Uh, that's in near Palm Springs, uh, so in that part of Southern California, very popular this time of year, of course, because uh, again, it's, a, it's still temperate in Palm Springs, and that is canceled. I, I've been to that one in, a, a couple of times. It's a Masters One Thousand level event, so it's just below a major event. Larry Ellison owns that. Uh, is the owner of the grounds there, and the main sponsor is Oracle. But there, there are other a lot of corporate uh, events. They canceled that. Of course, tennis is extremely international. So the Miami Open is supposed to still occur. That's the following week. But I don't know how the players now will be able to get there. So that, I think that that will likely be canceled as well because most, I mean, most tennis players they're not all from. They're not most of them are not based in the United States. So uh, if they were canceled Indian Wells and they weren't already in the United States. Then how are they going to get to Miami? And do you have it with the, without having the top players there? So that's tennis. NCAA, of course, the tournament now, the March Madness will be played without spectators. Even the WWE, WrestleMania in doubt. Uh, and uh, they've had to move their other events, uh, uh, though they have said that it wasn't because of uh, COVID-19, but WrestleMania is in doubt. Uh, XFL is going to be playing in Seattle without fans because of a local government decision there. That affects their... Uh, basketball, it affects their XFL uh, football games, and it also affects uh, the, the MLS games. Uh, the AEW, uh, again, uh, Townsman told they can miss events and, and not be penalized. Politics, both Biden and Sanders have canceled rallies. So has President Trump has canceled an event in Wisconsin uh, and uh, and will not be making that trip at a trip out west either. Uh, Coachella and South by Southwest. We've also seen corporations like Twitter say everyone should work from home around the world. I mean, it's having a major impact. I want to go right to Harry Hutchinson because Harry, the, the, what, what is interesting is that when we look at this, it is having a serious, uh, reaction on the stock market, stock market down to 2,100, almost 2,200 points. As we speak right now, you may hear the broadcast later in the day. Maybe it rallies back some, but we're looking at now possibly a stock market that was almost, almost hitting 30,000. Uh, now looking to go under 20000 And it's got people a little freaked out, to say the least. I think that is correct. And more likely than not, the stock market may uh, reach new lows in the short run. Uh, it is clear beyond question that the stock market is down by more than 20% already uh, this year and up to 9% uh, today alone. And then you have uh, additional knock-on effects from the coronavirus uh, coming from the travel industry. Uh, airlines will be hit because uh, there will be fewer passion passengers coming into the United States, for instance, from Europe. But the airlines were already devastated in terms of the willingness of Americans to travel, particularly on long flights. 
And all of these economic effects could uh, affect jobs going forward. So I think it is very, very essential uh, for Washington, uh, including both sides of the aisle, to offer an affirmative proposal, particularly to help lower to middle-income workers uh, during these tough times. And one initiative, which I think will draw bipartisan support, is payroll tax relief, uh, perhaps for the remainder of this year, perhaps going into next year. Uh, In addition to which, of course, the president has called for uh, pumping additional liquidity in the economy through a Department of Treasury uh, action, uh, deferring tax payments for certain individuals and businesses negatively impacted by the coronavirus, um, shoring up the Small Business Administration, uh, uh, giving them additional authority to make loans to help overcome disruptions caused by the coronavirus. But at the end of the day, and the president mentioned this, the key issue is to stop the spread of the virus itself. Uh, And so in order to do that, we need to encourage individuals, particularly at-risk individuals, to remain at home if possible, and that is particularly the case if they are symptomatic. Um, So this disease um, is highly contagious. Uh, And the other thing that medical professionals are suggesting, which may seem uh, very simple, but it is quite effective, is to make sure that the American people wash their hands for more than 25 seconds every time uh, they come in contact uh, with any external uh, materials. Uh, it, it's simply insufficient to go in there, splash a little water on your hands, and walk out. Uh, most medical professionals will tell you that will do virtually nothing. So I think uh, if we look at the uh, impact of the coronavirus, uh, it, it is likely to be substantial. The World Health Organization uh, has now called the, the coronavirus a pandemic. Um, There are thousands of cases in Italy, Iran, China, and South Korea, uh, and I think it is time for the American people to take this uh, epidemic seriously. All right, we're going to take your calls. How is it affecting you? Um, I will tell you how it's affecting uh, a lot of us right now with young children. It's not so much that young children have been the most at risk so far. I'm not a doctor, not a specialist, but so far that's been kind of the group that they think maybe carrying it, but doesn't actually uh, uh, respond uh, as 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 badly to it or have any uh, response at all. But where we are, schools canceled now. Spring break next week for most of those schools, but they've canceled the rest of the week. There's no guarantee yet that school is going to restart. And this is not we're not in a hotbed. I will tell you that we're not in a place that's got like hundreds of cases or anything like that. And they're taking these cautions now. How does that affect business? How does that affect the local economy? Parents have got to figure out. Okay, who's going to be? How do we take care of the kids? Because there's no outside child care available. So that that has again ramifications that ripple through the economy. I mean, Than, when you talk about yes, the Capitol and and Senate offices, House office being shut down to everyone out, other than their staff, but they're also talking about not even having their staff there. 
Yeah, especially some offices, Jordan. I mean, it's a little bit of a different situation on Capitol Hill because members of Congress, really on on both sides of the aisle, both chambers, they interact with more of the public than just about anybody, Jordan. And they have to. I mean, their reelection depends on it. So you have, I think, a disproportional number of those offices who now have some confirmation that they have come into contact with this virus. So they have taken the precautionary measures uh, to shut shut their own offices down. So I think here on Capitol Hill, you're going to see more of that than in other places. But Jordan, you know, the conversation we had here in the office today, I think I think two things are really important to keep in mind here. First of all, President Trump and the CDC put out very specific, very practical guidance for the best way to combat this. Most of it is hygiene and social contact limitations. Jordan, it's very, very important that we do them. The second thing that's important is to not make up precautions that the experts are not telling us to do. Let's do the things they've advised us. Let's not panic and take additional steps that really won't do anything to quell it, but might exacerbate some of the economic impact that you've been discussing with Harry. So just, just stay calm. Do the things the expert advised, but don't make things up. Don't panic yeah. and do things that are beyond the scope. I think it's about like dealing with the issues you got to deal with. Let's take Celia's call really quickly in Maryland. Celia, welcome to JSECO Live. You're on the air. Hi, Jay. Thanks for having me on. So I just wanted to say um, I am a person who's around kids all the time. I teach. Yep. Um, but uh, we had planned a 90-second birthday celebration for my dad. He's a World War II vet. He is also in hospice. Yep. So we have decided, as of today, that, you know, heading over there with a million people of different ages, probably about 20 people total, yep. kids, all that stuff, is just not, this is not the gift we want to give them for his 97th yeah. year. And so we've decided to take advantage of the, you know, great time of living that we, you know, we all enjoy right now. Yep. No, we, we have the technology, and I think you see, I just cut you out, had to cut you off there because we got 15 seconds left before we go to break. I think you're doing the right thing. Uh, he's in a hospice 92. Those are people who, again, can, uh, do not need to be exposed to potential carriers who may not have any signs of the symptoms at all. 1-800-684-3110, a big ACLJ move. Only when a society can agree that the most vulnerable and voiceless deserve to be protected, is there any hope for that culture to survive? And that's exactly what you are saying when you stand with the American Center for Law and Justice to defend the right to life. We've created a free, powerful publication offering a panoramic view of the ACLJ's battle for the unborn. It's called Mission Life. It will show you how you are personally impacting the pro-life battle through your support. And the publication includes a look at all major ACLJ pro-life cases, how we're fighting for the rights of pro-life activists, the ramifications of Roe v. Wade 40 years later, Planned Parenthood's role in the abortion industry, and what Obamacare means to the pro-life movement. Discover the many ways your membership with the ACLJ is empowering the right to life. Request your free copy of Mission Life today online at aclj.org gift. At the American Center for Law and Justice, we're engaged in critical issues at home and abroad. Whether it's defending religious freedom, protecting those who are persecuted for their faith, uncovering corruption in the Washington bureaucracy, and fighting to protect life in the courts and in Congress, the ACLJ would not be able to do any of this without your support. For that, we are grateful. Now there's an opportunity for you to help in a unique way. For a limited time, you can participate in the ACLJ's Matching Challenge. 
For every dollar you donate, it will be matched. A $10 gift becomes $20. A $50 gift becomes $100. This is a critical time for the ACLJ. The work we do simply would not occur without your generous support. Take part in our matching challenge today. You can make a difference in the work we do, protecting the constitutional and religious freedoms that are most important to you and your family. Give a gift today online at aclj.org. We are going to continue to take your calls and continue the analysis, too, of uh, the president's address last night, how COVID-19 or the coronavirus is affecting you. And we'll take your phone calls on that at 1-800-684-31. Tim, but there's a big move, ACLJ legally. And uh, my dad's joining us now in the studio to update us on this and our work against anti-Semitism to remind people that the uh, that you had a move by the Trump administration uh, to and the Department of Education amending its uh, rules on civil rights to include anti-Semitism and anti-Semitic acts. And we, of course, had been dealing with this a lot on college campuses, but now we had an action, a way to, again, we talked about how the nurse in Vermont was given teeth by the Trump administration to enforce the conscience clause through HHS. Now we have the Department of Education giving teeth uh, in a way to enforce the Civil Rights Act when it comes to anti-Semitism, Dad. Because the problem before was that you would have an incident on a campus, but other than going through the internal system at that campus, there was nothing you could actually legally enforce. Yeah, protected group. So now the Department of Education, because of the Trump administration policy, put in uh, prohibitions on anti-Semitism. So we filed a complaint on December 27th at uh, against Georgia Tech on behalf of a student who was discriminated against. She was a, um, we represent Hillel of Georgia, and a student, um, the complaint alleged that Georgia Tech failed to appropriately respond to a complaints of discrimination on the basis of Jewish ancestry. This was filed by Hillel and two Georgia Tech students, which we represent. We filed the complaint. The issue that the, and this is what's so significant, the issue is whether Georgia Tech failed to appropriately respond to complaints of discrimination on the basis of Jewish ancestry arising from an event sponsored by a student organization at Georgia Tech in violation of Title VII. And that case has now been accepted, one of the first, either the first case or one of the first cases in the country so, Andy, this is really significant in that we this is cutting-edge legal work to get this kind of engagement from the Department of Education. It is, and uh, this this is, of course, the vilest form of discrimination, national origin and national ancestry. And the Georgia, and I am from Georgia. I am embarrassed to say that this arises out of the Georgia Institute of Technology, but it involves a professor. And it involves students who tried to get into an organizational event sponsored by the Young Democratic Socialists of America. And they were denied entry into that event because she was Jewish and affiliated with Hillel at Georgia Tech, which is a Jewish organization on Georgia Tech's campus. And now the Department of Education, Region 4, has opened a formal complaint to look into this. But think about what you just said. A student is denied entry into an event that's sponsored open to the school right. and this student at a state university and this student is denied access because she's Jewish and a member of no Hillel. Jews allowed. Yes. I mean, that's the policy that, that a student group was green-lighted to continue with. They initially, we talked about how the first, the only real way to, to do this was to go through the school's process uh, of kind of adjudicating these matters and initially they got in trouble. 
But then that got overturned by the school's administrative process. So they could have effectively a no Jews allowed policy at a publicly funded state university that also receives federal funds, significant amount at those tech schools as well, like Georgia Tech, which is a great institution and shouldn't have issues like this. Um, and in fact, you know, should be focused on technology, science, and research and not having Jewish uh, uh, students uh, excluded from any on-campus public events. This wasn't a private event. And it, it is great news now that we've gotten the letter from the, uh, again, Department of Education. Let office. me read what it says. Yeah, it says I mean, because the, deal. Yeah, the Office of Civil Rights has determined that it has jurisdiction. The complaint was timely filed. The Office of Civil Rights is opening for investigation. The uh, issue involving this student. This and, is a we big, big deal. This very quickly. We know we are one of the first groups to file and one of the first to have the civil rights division inside Department of Education, which has offices around the country, including in Atlanta. Yes, uh, where Georgia Tech is located. That division uh, handles Alabama, and, Florida, Georgia, and Tennessee. Yeah, and they they, they have immediately responded now. So <laughs> we are we are very early in this process. Yet another reason to support the work of the American Center. For law and justice, ACLJ.org right now, we have a matching challenge. You can double the impact of your donation to the ACLJ. Again, we, we saw the change in the policy administratively. We had the cases already. We've had these issues we've been dealing with with anti-Semitism on college campuses. We had the clients. Now we had a way to move these matters forward, and, and we utilized it immediately. One of the first organizations in the country to do so, not just to file with Department of Education, but to have the Office of Civil Rights within DOE to come back and say, we're getting involved. So if you care about issues like standing against anti-Semitism, standing up for Israel, having these groups at least be treated fairly, not having a no-Jews-allowed policy at public universities, again, you should support and the again, work of the this ACLJ. Was an, this was an you're not going to hear about this right now when you got COVID-19 and you got all these other not. issues. You're able to hear about it because of our radio broadcast, which you support through your donations as well. Um, that's why we're broadcasting it all to you live right now with all of our analysts. We can break all these different issues down in the economy on this anti-Semitism issue. Uh, Dad, I mean, this is why people support the work of the ACLJ. There's no question about it. I mean, as I said, this was cut, this was taking a cutting-edge approach because there was no law. Then there was a law. Once the law was put in place, we utilized it immediately. We had a team of ACLJ lawyers that engaged this, uh, engaged at least successfully to this point, which is opening up the investigation. Because, as I said before this, there was no way you could open up an investigation because there was no statute legislation to go on. Now, now that that's happened, here's what it means. And I think this is really important for people to understand. Is when you support the ACLJ, not only as Jordan just said, are we able to give you this information via this broadcast because your support of the broadcast, your support of the ACLJ supports this broadcast. But we have lawyers actually working on this case as we've got cases all over the globe. So I want to encourage you, we are in a matching challenge to go to aclj.org and support the work of the ACLJ. Yeah, aclj.org, double the impact of your donation. That's aclj.org. We're a little bit behind this month. I told you yesterday we made up a lot of ground yesterday. We're not quite there. We're still behind. So for our radio audience, if you all just donated $10, which would be the equivalent of like $20 for us in the matching challenge month of March, but all your charge would be $10 on your credit card. And that's You get this broadcast every day. Those of you who use Facebook and Periscope get to see us every day, get to see a television quality broadcast every single day of the week, Monday through Friday. Breaking news, live updates. We don't just always focus on what's happening at the ACLJ. We give you the news of the day as well so that you're updated on everything that's going on with the best analysis we can bring you, like the president's remarks last night. But this broadcast is on the air because of you, because of those donations that come in. So let's make sure we're not behind this month of March. Uh, help us uh, make sure we should be ahead 
Uh, so donate right now at aclj.org. That's aclj.org to donate online. Be part of our matching challenge. Let me just say this on COVID-19. We were going through events that were canceled. I had said that the tennis tournament, one of the first big public sporting events in the U.S. that was canceled, absolutely, not just no fans, was the uh, 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 no was the Indian Wells tennis tournament um, in Southern California. Basically, it is in Palm Springs, Indian Wells area. This was massively attended. It's a Masters 1000, so just below, a again, a major-level tennis tournament. Big stadiums. A huge event. But Miami was still trying to open, uh, have theirs the next week is the Miami Open, which is played in the Dolphin Stadium. It's also a huge, has that been canceled another yet? Masters. It just got canceled as we were on the air. NBA, of course, as you already said, so you suspended. Got, yeah. And, of course, there was no way for tennis to work because of the international. So right. uh, with the international amount, if they weren't already in the U.S. and they weren't because they had the last tournament get canceled because of crowds, now you've got the travel issue to also play with. No, it's serious. I mean, this is, this is a, a lot of economic repercussions in the short term. I mean, these tennis tournaments aren't saying see you in a month. Because of the schedule, they're saying see you next year. Yeah. It's not see you in a month. It's see you next year. But, again, you know, look, I, you, you pray for the country, pray for our leaders, pray for the people that have, have gotten this illness, and let's hope that this idea of flattening the curve, which is what they're trying to do, is successful. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Support the work of the ACLJ at ACLJ.org. At the American Center for Law and Justice, we're engaged in critical issues at home and abroad. For a limited time, you can participate in the ACLJ's Matching Challenge. For every dollar you donate, it will be matched. A $10 gift becomes $20. A $50 gift becomes $100. You can make a difference in the work we do, protecting the constitutional and religious freedoms that are most important to you and your family. Give a gift today online at aclj.org. Live from Washington, D.C., Jay Sekulow Live. And now, your host, Jordan Sekulow. 1-800-684-3110, the number you call. We're going to take more of these calls now. So interesting, uh, Than, this just came in. I want you to address this. So there was going to be a presidential debate. Uh, the Democrat side, still Bernie Sanders remaining in the race. That was going to be in, in Arizona with no audience. They've moved the location of that event. Tell people about that. Yeah, this debate was going to be Sunday in Arizona, Jordan, with that uh, primary coming up. They're now going to move it to Washington, D.C. I mean, you, you said a minute ago that the former vice president and Senator Sanders were canceling events. And, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to be pejorative here. I, I actually think that was probably to the advantage of the former vice president to come off the trail, even just from a political sense. But for public health safety reasons, they are now going to move that debate, it looks like, to Washington, D.C. They're going to keep it going. Looks like there will probably not be an audience. That is, that does, That part... I don't have confirmed yeah, yet, so. Gordon, but but just to restrict uh, uh, public travel. So, yep. I, again, I got to tell you, I think that's an appropriate move. They are already yes. here, um, or at least they're going to be. And, and I do think it's probably okay to go ahead and have the debate so voters hear from them. Uh, but moving it from Arizona to D.C. looks like the latest thing that they've done. Yeah, it's, it's a lot less crew that needs to go into Arizona to set this up. This Because there's no audience, they can probably do it at a studio, more like a studio-type setting. 
less exposure. People uh, less expo- people will be uh, less exposed, so they're not bringing in a lot of extra people. I mean, that's what we're starting to see is bringing in people to a state is starting to be seen by corporations as questionable too, as as risking things. Not necessarily for the people going into the state, you know, to conduct the debate for uh, you know two days that they've got to be there before. But for the advanced teams that go out for these campaigns and all the different people they interact with and all the different places they visited in the last month, uh, we now know the Canadian prime minister's wife is being tested for the uh, COVID-19. Tom Hanks has it. His wife, Rita, Rita Wilson, has, has COVID-19. He's in quarantine in uh, Australia. And, and we've asked you, and you've got time to call in now to still be on the broadcast today. Is it affecting you? Has it affected your business at all? Are you a small business owner? Do you work at a small business? Is it affecting you because of... Uh, child care and school closures. Uh, it's, we're starting to see more and more across the country. Now, some of those are kind of based on spring break weeks that are coming up. Others at the university level, that's a little bit different for university students who are adults, you know, legally, uh, uh, and uh, and they can go home and kind of figure out what to do. Uh, they can kind of take care of themselves. Now, if you have college students, maybe you would say you would argue with that question about how well they can take care of themselves, but uh, you know they can. But for people with young children, when the preschool is closed. The schools are closed if they're, you know, first, second grade or on up. High school students that don't have cars, they can't drive yet. Uh, inner city schools. The uh, and if the if also if other child care options that are available close as well, uh, you've got to make those decisions about, you know, if you both work or it, it, even if you don't both work, how do you kind of figure out the balance there? And so these are questions people are having to deal with. I know right now. And not in necessarily the epicenters of this. So uh, we're taking your phone calls on that, 1-800-684-3110. That's 1-800-684-3110. Well, we're also talking about this move by the Department of Education, getting involved in the situation where we represent this Jewish student group at Georgia Tech and the Department of Education Civil Rights Division getting involved because of a new policy put in place uh, to protect students from anti-Semitic action. Basically, at Georgia Tech, it was a student group that said, no Jews allowed at the event and uh, the office of civil rights. We'll get into that as well. We come back and take your phone calls at 1-800-684-3110. I want to remind you, we're able to provide all this breaking information to you, whether it's about the debate, whether it's about events being canceled or, or what's happening and, and give you a place also to talk because of your support for the ACLJ. We're able to get the civil rights division of the department of education to be involved for this Jewish student group at Georgia tech because of your support for the ACLJ. We were able to have that pro-life victory in Maryland yesterday. It started live on the air, and we got the victory live on the air because your support for the ACLJ. This is a matching challenge month. We're a little bit behind this month. We made some big gains yesterday. Let's have one more big day, and I think we could be back on track. Support the work of the ACLJ. We need your donation today. Uh, be part of our matching challenge. You can double the impact your donation at aclj.org. That's aclj.org. Double the impact of your donation. ACLJ.org. Again, ACLJ.org. We need your help. Let's make sure we're not behind but ahead for the month of March in this Matching Challenge Month. We'll be right back taking your phone calls and your comments on JSECU Live. At the American Center for Law and Justice, we're engaged in critical issues at home and abroad. Whether it's defending religious freedom, protecting those who are persecuted for their faith, uncovering corruption in the Washington bureaucracy, and fighting to protect life in the courts and in Congress, the ACLJ would not be able to do any of this without your support. For that, we are grateful. Now there's an opportunity for you to help in a unique way. 
For a limited time, you can participate in the ACLJ's Matching Challenge. For every dollar you donate, it will be matched. A $10 gift becomes $20. A $50 gift becomes $100. This is a critical time for the ACLJ. The work we do simply would not occur without your generous support. Take part in our matching challenge today. You can make a difference in the work we do, protecting the constitutional and religious freedoms that are most important to you and your family. Give a gift today online at aclj.org. Only when a society can agree that the most vulnerable and voiceless deserve to be protected is there any hope for that culture to survive. And that's exactly what you are saying when you stand with the American Center for Law and Justice to defend the right to life. We've created a free, powerful publication offering a panoramic view of the ACLJ's battle for the unborn. It's called Mission Life. It will show you how you are personally impacting the pro-life battle through your support. And the publication includes a look at all major ACLJ pro-life cases, how we're fighting for the rights of pro-life activists, the ramifications of Roe v. Wade 40 years later, Planned Parenthood's role in the abortion industry, and what Obamacare means to the pro-life movement. Discover the many ways your membership with the ACLJ is empowering the right to life. Request your free copy of Mission Life today online at aclj.org slash gift. Too. So it's not it's on the St. Patrick's Day um, when you usually you, get to, you turn on the news and they'd be showing those parades in New York and Boston, Chicago, and Savannah, Georgia. Uh, we know that uh, New York, Boston, Chicago canceled. So did Savannah. I mean, it's just to confirm that. So, I mean, those are four major events happening today that were events just open to the public parades canceled. Uh, and uh, this, again, I think that it's important to point out that it's it's they, they're canceled and may not be uh may not be changed. So again, I think it's important to understand that. One eight hundred six eight four thirty one ten. That's one eight hundred six eight four three one one zero. We've also got uh which is which is interesting uh, as well, an update politically and Than, this is interesting because as Bernie Sanders says he's going to stay in the race, what was interesting is that he has said he's staying in the race, but uh, he actually lost Washington State now, as the results are coming in that, that now. So he only picked off one state yes, last week, and it was a caucus state, this, one of the smaller ones. Yeah, Washington's a pretty shocking loss, yeah. too, Jordan. I mean, we, we, we've talked about this with a couple of other states. Michigan was very pivotal for him. But if you kind of rank the states uh, in, the, in the order of importance for Senator Sanders, I mean, here's, here's the honest truth, Jordan. Washington would not have even been on that list, not because he couldn't compete there, but because it would have been foreseen as that he couldn't lose there. That would have been a lock for him in his category. So the fact that he has uh, lost that state, I think it just confirms that this race is over unless, you know, Joe Biden loses it himself. And, and I will tell you this, him staying in the race is really only one thing. That is him saying he wants to go all the way to the convention to have an impact on the platform, which is his right to do. He's done it in the past. Uh, but Jordan, I don't really think there is a primary race at this point. And I would just tell you one other piece of news. We, we announced that the debate is moving from Arizona to D.C. Uh, they have confirmed now uh, a DNC communications director said out of an abundance of caution and in order to reduce cross-country travel, all parties have decided that the best path forward is to hold Sunday's debate at CNN's 
studio in Washington, D.C. with no live audience. Also, Jordan, one of the moderators, Univision's uh, Jorge Ramos, uh, was possibly exposed to the virus. So he's now lo- no longer going to be one of the moderators. Uh, so they're making those changes there. But no live audience, and that debate will be held at CNN Studio in Washington, D.C. on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, and again, I'd say it's not St. Patrick's Day today. I was reporting these events that are being canceled uh, leading up to St. Patrick's Day. Uh, so they're just saying it's not happening next week on next Tuesday on the on the date. So, uh, again, gatherings that were going to occur, ma- that bring in a lot of economic uh, benefit to small businesses, they're not happening. Uh, let me take a, a phone call on this. Uh, let's go to Michelle in Ohio on line one. Michelle, welcome to JSECO Live. You're on the air. Thank you so much. I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of information that's what's going on in here in Ohio. Actually, my son just called me from Columbus, Ohio, to let me know a neighbor of his who he has children at the same school went to the school to do something with her child, and they refused her to come in and said that parents are no longer allowed to come in at this time. Interesting. And and that they were in the midst of preparing a a 14-day packet to send home with the kids, anticipating that there's going to be a closure. Yeah. Governor DeWine yesterday in a press conference with the Ohio Department of Health, Dr. Uh, Amy Acton, had mentioned that the fourth case had been uh, not- you know, notified. He's already limited visits to nursing homes. Yeah. OSU is already completely online. Um, all oh, events in local that. schools have been uh, can- you know, canceled. And many of the other universities, and, they and you're talking about a state that hasn't had like a massive, thank God, but hasn't had a, it's four in the entire state of Ohio, right? Is what you're saying, Michelle? Yeah, four and of course, what and I've you're seeing, and, but you're seeing the economic impact is gigantic, and the school impact is huge. When when you are closing down all these schools uh, uh, and uh, both university level and younger kids as well, I mean, it, it's a it's a mega impact. And I want to go to Harry Hutchinson on this because Harry, that's. It, it it encourages the panic buying at the grocery store. I was in a grocery store this morning on my way to work, and I will tell you, there's there's areas of the grocery store, and we're again not in an area that's overwhelmed with the virus or anything, but the schools are now closed at least through spring break. They're doing the same thing Michelle was talking about that planning for maybe significant times out of school and what, how to keep students still in the process of. Uh, if there, some universities just said you know we're just calling it off, but uh, but for students that were. Uh, they try to get back to school, but but the other issue is that you you coming with that comes panic buying, and just that kind of feeling of you know do I need to go to the bank to take cash out? Do I need to go? Um, uh, do I need to go and stock up on things? And when we go stock up on things in the United States, we tend to do so at an extreme level because we're used to everything being available. And if something's not available at that moment, people people start. That's the panic sets in. That again, it may not be rational, but it is real. Absolutely, and so it's I weird think to see the grocery store. I mean, I will tell you, it's a weird sight to see here in the United States in a in a a, a kind of suburban area slash urban area where I, I live in that uh, to walk into a grocery store that's usually packed to the gills with goods, having areas where they may have one left in the back that day, or they're keeping it in the back so not too much is bought at one time by one person. Yes, uh, that is certainly a phenomenon that is beginning to sweep the nation. In part, it's driven by social media. In other words, a panic in one location of the country leads to a panic in another location. Uh, And the contagion uh, feeds on itself, and that is a huge, huge problem. Uh, And that, I think, is why um, our national and local 
leaders need to address uh, this crisis uh, rationally, calmly, uh, and with reasonable and persuasive suggestions. Um, and that will go a long way uh, to reducing uh, the panic uh, in the future. Uh, so I think uh, the American people uh, also have to exercise their own discretion as to whether or not it makes sense to rush out and buy certain goods simply because their neighbors have done so. Uh, but uh, I think human nature being human nature, uh, it's very, very difficult to avoid uh, what's going on around us. Uh, as we've mentioned previously, uh, the NBA, for instance, has suspended its season uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, games were uh, A game was canceled, I believe, last night while the fans were in the stands. Uh, a Capitol Hill staffer has contracted the virus. Uh, and uh, this problem uh, is spreading. Uh, but so far, we've avoided the problems which are uh, evident in Italy, yep. uh, where um, the entire nation effectively is on lockdown uh, and quarantined. Yeah, let me go to Mary Beth in Maryland online. Three, Mary Beth, welcome to J Secchio Live. You got calls again. How this is affecting you? Because I think that's the important part. Is how is it affecting our listeners? You're around the country right now. It's live, and after the president's address, and a lot of things started closing after that. Or schools that were kind of on the edge just made the call. Uh, whether it was tonight or this this morning, you may have woken up to that news that your 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 kids or grandkids didn't have school anymore. One eight hundred six eight four thirty one ten. Mary Beth, welcome to the broadcast. You're on the air. Yeah, thanks for taking my call, Jordan. Um, I have a daughter who goes to Messiah College in Pennsylvania, yep. a nephew who goes to University of Pittsburgh, and my daughter's best friend goes to Virginia Tech. And uh, Virginia Tech and uh, University of Pittsburgh are on spring break this week, and they've been told to stay on spring break for an extra week, and then they are going fully online uh, for their classes for the remainder of the semester. Um, all three of these kids are seniors, and they just may not even get to walk the stage for graduation, which is very, very sad. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, yeah, these are the kind of things, these what would be family events, gatherings. Uh, I'm sure that they will come up with something at a point so that they can have that experience. Uh, I'm glad that they're able to figure out how to keep the education process going. That's one thing, like one of our earlier callers said, because of technology. They can have a virtual party with a 92-year-old grandfather who's in, in, in a hospice care instead of bringing a bunch of potential germs into a facility that, surprisingly, that one is still even allowing the, that kind of uh, uh, groups in uh, to, to visit people. But, again, I think it's the same thing. that so And, and Than, you're saying, again, you're seeing this at the law schools, too, that they're online for the rest of the, the semester. Yeah. Yeah, my brother's at Michigan Law, and he had the same thing happen. The rest of his classes for the rest of the semester will be online. And, Jordan, I would just say to the last caller, the the, t the duration of time where this has to happen might not be as long as people think. Yeah. I mean, the CDC is saying the risk of exposure only 14 days after you're exposed. So if you get some of this widespread social distance, Jordan, it won't take that long to do what your dad said, which is sort of flatten the curve. That's what you're after here. These might seem like extreme measures, but they might not have to last that long in order to get some containment around things. Exactly. I think you know, that is the, the key is not to extend this forever. It's if we take some more uh, significant actions now, can we get back to, to business once maybe we've got a vaccine and things like that within a, a few weeks? And this was a blip. And it, it, what, does it become a blip for the stock market? We start seeing you know, on gains. But that's tough to say. 
But it's down literally right now 2,100 points. Now, I don't know where it will finish today. That happens after we're off the air. But I, I do know this. It's probably not going to rebound all of that. Um, and that we're looking at a stock market that was close to hit breaking 30,000. Now, maybe going under 20,000. It's not there yet. Lots of things can change every day. We've got another segment coming up. We're going to talk about a big uh, move by the ACLJ defending uh, students who were subject to a no Jews allowed policy. They got a green light at the Georgia Tech Tech Institute of Technology. And uh, we've got the U.S. Department of Education Civil Rights Division involved now. That's because of a new policy uh, implemented by the Trump administration. 1-800-684-3110 to talk to us on COVID-19, how it's affecting you as well. Only when a society can agree that the most vulnerable and voiceless deserve to be protected is there any hope for that culture to survive. And that's exactly what you are saying when you stand with the American Center for Law and Justice to defend the right to life. We've created a free, powerful publication offering a panoramic view of the ACLJ's battle for the unborn. It's called Mission Life. It will show you how you are personally impacting the pro-life battle through your support. And the publication includes a look at all major ACLJ pro-life cases, how we're fighting for the rights of pro-life activists, the ramifications of Roe v. Wade 40 years later, Planned Parenthood's role in the abortion industry, and what Obamacare means to the pro-life movement. Discover the many ways your membership with the ACLJ is empowering the right to life. Request your free copy of Mission Life today online at aclj.org gift. At the American Center for Law and Justice, we're engaged in critical issues at home and abroad. Whether it's defending religious freedom, protecting those who are persecuted for their faith, uncovering corruption in the Washington bureaucracy, and fighting to protect life in the courts and in Congress, the ACLJ would not be able to do any of this without your support. For that, we are grateful. Now there's an opportunity for you to help in a unique way. For a limited time, you can participate in the ACLJ's Matching Challenge. For every dollar you donate, it will be matched. A $10 gift becomes $20. A $50 gift becomes $100. This is a critical time for the ACLJ. The work we do simply would not occur without your generous support. Take part in our Matching Challenge today. You can make a difference in the work we do, protecting the constitutional and religious freedoms that are most important to you and your family. Give a gift today online at aclj.org. By the way, because, hey, we may all have a bit more time at home to be reading. There's someone with a new book out, Than Bennett. My fame, his fame, book.com. Than, Amazon will get it right to your door. You don't have to have any human interaction there. <laughs> and uh, don't have to. It is in the bookstores, but you don't. Ha- you can go that route at myfamehisfamebook.com, and there's all these different places to You could uh, get the ebook, the audio book, right immediately. And you can also, of course, order the book as well. And that's out now. But how's the, how's the book doing, Than? It's actually doing very well, Jordan. A lot of people have read it, have purchased it, uh, doing uh, very well on both the sales sites. Very positive feedback as well. But you're right, one-day delivery from Amazon right now. So if you do have to self-quarantine, you could read it. It'll probably take you a couple of days to read. There's a study guide available on myfamehisfamebook.com. So if you want to go through it with a few other people who are quarantined, Jordan, you could do that. Uh, And maybe when all this lifts and we come back into more social contact, it'll give you some things to talk about. So yeah, myfamehisfamebook.com. 
folks check it out. And I'm not kidding, too, at a time when people may be spending more time at home, even just because an event you were going to go to got canceled, you may have more time to read. And, and this is a book. It's not on politics. It's not about, again, uh, uh, you know, the election and things like that. Well, we've written those books, too. This is about uh, a faith and, and it coming directly from Than and his heart. So my fame, his fame, book.com. Order your copy or copies of the book uh, today. I want to get to our... Uh, what's going on, uh, Andy, at Georgia Tech. And we'll continue to take people's calls on COVID-19 as well. But this is just, again, showing people the breadth of the ACLJ's work. We had a Victory for Life live on the air yesterday in Maryland in the state Senate. And now we've got one of the first... When Let's let's just explain. The Trump administration included now uh, anti-Semitism protections for Jewish students in educational systems. So they are now a protected group. They weren't before... Uh, uh, you know, uh, specifically now they are because of that. It's given teeth to a lot of our cases that we deal with and 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 situations we've been dealing with on anti anti semitism on college campuses. Let's tell people about what happened and what is happening in Georgia Tech. Essentially, uh, in uh, December of 2019, we wrote a letter to the Assistant Secretary for Civil Rights at the U.S. Department of Education, Jordan, in which we said that Georgia Tech allowed blatant anti-Semitic exclusion and harassment at a campus group event, then attempted to conceal the offense and repeatedly and systematically stonewalled Jewish students and faculty efforts to address the incident. In addition, Georgia Tech ignored two out of the three complaints arising from the event, and then after a student conduct board finally found the campus group guilty on one complaint, they violated, the university did, its own policies, and issued a decision on appeal that reversed that guilty ruling, allowing anti-Semitism to go and to continue unchecked. We reported that, as I said, uh, our lawyers working at the ACLJ reported that to the Assistant Secretary for Civil Rights. And three months later, which is pretty quick action for the federal government, on March 4, 2020, the Office of Civil Rights for Region 4, which covers Alabama, Florida, Georgia, and Tennessee, and is headquartered in Atlanta, notified us formally in writing that they have opened a formal uh, investigation into our complaint uh, on behalf of our clients and that the issue they're going to be investigating is whether Georgia Tech failed to appropriately respond to complaints of discrimination on the basis of Jewish ancestry arising from this event sponsored by a student organization at Georgia Tech in violation of federal law. So with the combined efforts of our legal team and the new policy put in by the Trump administration that you alluded to, anti-Semitism being a form of discrimination that is uh, absolutely prohibited in our country. You would think we would know that by now. The Office of Civil Rights of the Department of Education is now making Georgia Tech respond formally to this and is looking into it. This is a big step, part of our legal efforts, as as, uh, uh, Jay said earlier in the program, globally to do the things that we need to do to protect religious beliefs and to uh, prevent, in this case, discrimination on the basis of national origin and ancestry. It could have been a Greek uh, like me. He was a Jew, uh, but the, the principle is the same. No Greeks, no Jews, 
Uh, this is not what America is all about. No, and especially at public universities, public events, wasn't to, someone trying to start trouble, but certainly understand what was going on with the students from Palestine and all this, the Democrat socialist students, again, and uh, no Jews allowed policy, which was okayed ultimately by Georgia Tech. They did the right thing first. They reversed that. We get involved, and and now the Department of Education coming in. And then you mentioned this is similar to HHS because now Georgia Tech, so these public universities know, and the organization sponsoring the events know, um, they're not just going to have to answer to like the student body or a nurse who complains about her conscience protections. They're having to answer to the federal government that can cut their funding. That's the repercussion here is you lose federal funds if you don't fix this appropriately. Yeah, it's a different issue, Jordan, but it's really the same thing that we saw at HHS in a different case of ours involving a conscience matter where the enforcement authority that President Trump has instructed these agencies uh, to carry out and to implement to a further degree, it's having um, it's, it's bearing fruit already, Jordan. That's what I would say. Whether it's on the conscience issue over at HHS or on this anti-Semitic issue, uh, the Department of Education, just knowing that these offices with enforcement authority will be willing to either open up an investigation or render a ruling that that enforces penalties for violators, Jordan, that in and of itself is a disincentive. So we hope that, of course, when these things happen, these offices will continue to open up investigations and use that authority that President Trump has given them. But I would tell you this, just the fact that that people and institutions know that they will, Jordan, it will mean that fewer of these instances, fewer of these violations will occur in the first place. And ultimately, that's really the goal. And, and folks, we are a little bit behind the month of March in our online fundraising. This is the time to support the work of the ACLJ. With matching challenge, donate online at, the AC, at ACLJ.org. You double the impact your donation. It's why we're able to do this uh, and do, do this work. It's, so go to ACLJ.org. We're able to fight back on this anti-Semitism at Georgia Tech fight for that nurse at the University of Vermont, utilizing the new teeth put into the policies by the Trump administration uh, through whether it's HHS, whether it's Department of Education. It's also how we bring you this breaking news. And I've got more for you right now. PGA, uh, professional golf, has a lot of fans at their tournaments, and they kind of, you know, they're outside, they walk around. PGA is not canceling t- the tournaments, but they are no longer going to have fans. That will include at the Players' Championship. You have the Masters Tournament coming up as well. That will be a big one to watch. That'll be a major sporting event with major economic ramifications. A big, you got a lot of corporate uh, events that go on around the event as well. So are we going to see golf events with no one there? Uh, well, yes. That's what the PGA Tour has announced. That will go into effect for the Players' Championship. And uh, again, we, we don't know what will happen uh, next. Uh, so... The next steps, but we do know that will involve the Players' Championship. So, again, we're going to continue to update you on this broadcast and utilize JSECU Live to keep you updated on COVID-19. Take your calls about it, your questions about it as well. Break news about it. But we're also going to keep you updated about what the ACLJ is doing. We need your support right now. For our radio broadcast, if you appreciate this broadcast and this show every single day, Monday through Friday, live, uh, for you, you should donate to the ACLJ and be part of our matching challenge. If you care about protecting students from anti-Semitism and no Jews allowed policy, Donate online at aclj.org to be part of the matching challenge. If you care about the nurse with conscience protections being forced into doing an elective abortion in Vermont, we're fighting back. Donate online at aclj.org. If you care about that pro-life victory in the state of Maryland yesterday that happened while we were on the air, donate online at aclj.org and double the impact your donation. 
At the American Center for Law and Justice, we're engaged in critical issues at home and abroad. For a limited time, you can participate in the ACLJ's Matching Challenge. For every dollar you donate, it will be matched. A $10 gift becomes $20. A $50 gift becomes $100. You can make a difference in the work we do, protecting the constitutional and religious freedoms that are most important to you and your family. Give a gift today online at aclj.org.